2: But before we get into the word, let's take a moment to pray. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you do in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the joy that you give us, Lord, and that it is complete and we are lacking nothing, Lord, in you. Lord, we also just thank you for the stuff that you have rescued us from, Lord, and that you no longer remember the things that we have done in our past, Lord, but look at us as new new creatures. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. In Jesus' name,
0: Amen and Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us and excited to get into the Word together with you. And amen. I just want to, you know, it's a, a thing we we have done here for quite a bit as as thank our partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like to thank you, uh, you know, for your heart and your heart toward the Lord, to just be obedient to what He's saying and leading you to do. I know we are abundantly and not just us, but I, I have to thank you for just being a blessing to us in this ministry. And I want to thank you for being a blessing to many others around the world that that are blessed by by your support, by the prayers, by sowing into the ministry, by liking these episodes, by subscribing on any number of the platforms that you find a day of prayer and, and the podcast on, and, and also by your sharing these episodes with others so they can learn and grow, not just in knowledge of, but in relationship with our Lord and Savior. So I'd like to thank those that have partnered with this ministry to build the Lord's house and to preach and teach the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. Mm-hmm. And just immensely thank you. And, and I thank the Lord for <coughs> you. And I ask that he bless you abundantly. Mm-hmm. So, are ready to get into the Word? Yes, indeed. Yes. I'll tell you I am. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, for those that are, are just joining us, we are going to reread in Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 25. So can I get a volunteer to cover down on that? I will. All right, I promise.
2: But there was a certain man called Simon who pre- who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with the sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip, and was amazed, seeing miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles who were, in, who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they when they had come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as he had yet to fall upon none of them, they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this your wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me, that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of God, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many in many villages of, some, of the Samaritans.
0: Amen. So at this time, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla.
3: So the Lord showed me an interesting part in um, Acts chapter 8, verses 20 and 23, when Peter is like, your money perish with you because you thought you could purchase the gift of God with money. And then later he says, for I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. And I thought that was interesting. And I thought for a minute that Peter was just being nasty for no reason. And he wasn't. He was actually addressing um as dad had mentioned in the previous devotional a heart issue which was the idea that money is everything the world will tell you if you have money you have everything because you can buy cars houses friends physical relationships and that's the end all be all and that's all you need to be satisfied and um have a sense of fulfillment in your life and it's and it's actually not true and I thought that was kind of strange there and I appreciate God and how he does things. He, um, addresses the core issue. He doesn't placate us and go, Oh baby, you're on the right track. I'll just give you this and let you have it. if God had done so, the power of God and the way that Simon was trying to use it, it would have destroyed him eternally. He would have, he would not have had the opportunity to come back into repentance and alignment and be saved by God instead that that like um hearts like twinkle of an eye decision would have been made and he would have been corrupted for eternity and not had the chance to be the creation that God wanted him to be and i I just like to see the difference of the approach God takes and how He thinks about things because we would have gone, yeah, Simon, here's, you want to give me 30 silver pieces if you want to turn into Judas for a second, and I'll give you this power and you can go on and sway these people, but God sees how it would impact the the entire plan, if you will, and see and knows how many people would be would have been impacted by that decision had He plowed on through and and gotten it and when god told that told simon that through peter now simon had the chance to go okay lord i'll submit to you i will actually give this desire to have control and power over people to you and i'll let you be my god and i'll let you use me and i'll use and i will allow your power to flow through me instead of me trying to control you and everybody else through my sorcery and whatever other means that i wanted
1: to use right and just Make sure you understand that the Holy Spirit was not the apostles to give. Yes. So they weren't saying, get over here, monkey dance. We want you to show up Holy Spirit and, and perform for us. That, that's not how that works. Yes. Um, the Holy Spirit is God and Holy Spirit does what is right by Godhead, right? Yes. He is the spirit of the living God. So the Holy Spirit didn't come because the apostles said, you will do this now. He did that he came because that is his desire, yes, okay, so if they could have exchanged all the money they wanted, they could have laid hands on him till he was black and blue all over, <laughs> and it would have been the same as just sitting there doing nothing, but Holy Spirit moves as holy spirit wills, okay, yes,
4: but they I think it's interesting to to point out that um they did not um. They gave him a pathway to make the change. They told him to repent, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He actually asked for them to pray for him that the negative things that they talked about wouldn't happen to him. So it was pointed out to him what he needed to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he asked them to pray for something else, and there's no response to that.
1: They just keep it moving.
4: Yeah, but it doesn't change what we see earlier where he believed Mm -hmm. and was baptized.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. So
4: there's still that component as well, too, because all Mm -hmm. of us probably can find a little bit of ourselves in this, right? Oh, of course. Yeah.
1: Of course. You know, we were talking off off the podcast in between about how long it took for me to understand that as a believer, it didn't mean that I could still live in the world's ways, but God was just going to bless it now because I'm saved. I can still do all the wickedness I was doing before, but now that I said yes to Jesus— now he'll just bless it and it'll make it okay. That is not who our God is. And that's the same thing Simon was doing. Yeah, I can continue in control and bitterness. This is what his heart condition was. Um, what is it? Poisoned
3: is it? by bitterness and bound by nicotine. verse Right. I
1: can, I can continue all that. And then God is just going to bless it and make it okay and sanctify that. And I'm, I'm just going to go on my merry way. And it took me a long time to realize that. But once I finally, I mean, like, and God had to, like, you know, I would, I would pick it up out of the dirt, blow it off and go here and try to present it back to God. And he'd snap it out of my hand. And that's my father. He knows how to talk to me. He'd knock it down in the dirt and I'd look at it again (laughs) and I'd pick it back up. I'd wipe it off on my shirt this time and then try to give it back to him. And he'd knock it in the dirt again. And I'd do that. And I wiped it on my pants leg this time and try to give it back. I mean, I looked at every way possible that I could continue in what I thought was right, And present that back to God. And he kept showing me over and over again, not your will, Kamesha, but my will be done. That is not okay. I am sanctifying you. I'm not condoning a bad way of living. I'm not condoning a worldly, fleshly, idolatrous thing or process. I want you to come apart and live like me.
4: I bet you know the definition of holy without going to the inner linear, don't you?
1: (laughs) Go ahead and tell me, <laughs> Dean. Go ahead and tell me. Set apart. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. We're to be holy because our God is holy. We're just to be set apart, not like the world. Exactly.
1: Uh, set apart And there apart are multiple, the
0: I'll world. say, components to holy and holiness. Mm-hmm. Set uh, so. apart
1: in our ways and set apart in our thought processes, yeah, set yeah. apart I'm just in our actions.
4: this specifically where he was mm-hmm. and what was talking about. Yes. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we could probably do 10 episodes on holiness. J- absolutely.
1: Amen. But every time I tried to bring back to him what I was, what I thought was right, what I had always done, what my mama and my daddy said, what I saw other people do, all of those things, when I tried to bring it back and shine it up in a million different ways, he kept saying, "No." I said, "Holy." No. I said, "Set apart." No. I said, "Called to righteousness." No. I said, mm-hmm. "I'm the Lord of your life, and if you take me, you take my ways." If you really want to go deeper, if you really want the relationship, you have to set apart the world's ways. They don't go together. And we read that um, in the previous episode um, from yesterday. That was what fellowship does Christ have with Belial? What fellowship does a believer have with an unbeliever? And that's not saying um, don't... um, Speak with a person who's an unbeliever. That's saying don't hinge your life to them. Don't take up their their ways and processes. When God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, he told them not to mingle with people that were um, unbelievers. But he said it in regards to foreign, called them foreigners. He wasn't talking about their nationality. He was talking about their belief system. He was talking about the way they lived their lives and that they worshiped Mm -hmm. foreign gods. Because when you read those scriptures, he says, they'll draw you away from me. But then we see, uh, we'll read here in just a bit, there's a, a unit coming up that God says, go preach to him. Clearly a different nationality, clearly a different origin of people group, but his heart was to be in the family of God. So God said, go, go get them, bring them in, right? And he made provisions for that. So God is not a God of segregation. He's saying, come off from among the world. Stop trying to bring worldly things into the kingdom and ask the kingdom to bless it and condone mm-hmm. it because I will not. That's not who our God is. Go ahead, Layla.
0: Well, want to. I'll say, add to what both of you are saying in this, right? And honey, you brought up this key point. Our God is sovereign. If we are to be a part of him, we have to do things his way. Not our own way. It's his will, his Mm -hmm. plans, his purpose, his covenant. Not our way, will, mindset, approach to life and godliness it's his it's his standard amen for all and the lord is not trying to exclude anyone either nope it says what he wills that what
3: none should perish, perish. that
0: none should perish but then he Only also says all who call upon the name of the lord shall be saved all amen there's no exclusion there
1: whoever will partake of it
0: but it's been brought up all right but I, so i want to address this how was Simon, the sorcerer, trying to approach and or receive the blessing and mercy of the Lord, his grace, and the power of the Holy Spirit? trying to buy it? Through yeah, trying to purchase it. it. Well, it's the same way he'd approach
4: everything in life, okay. through worldly ways, which was mm-hmm. the fruit so, of hope. So
0: we notice a pattern mm-hmm. here? We can go all the way back to, to Nimrod, Mm-hmm. He was trying Tower. to, uh, in the Tower of Babel, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was trying to reach the Lord and the things of the Lord by his own means, method, instead of just pr- approaching it the Lord's way. He wanted to purchase it. But the Lord said, no, this is free mm-hmm. to everyone.
1: But you must come through the door. Exactly. And, and it's written
0: and, and r- in Scripture. I'll, I'll give you a couple places, right? Mm-hmm. First is Isaiah 55. I'll just read the first uh, couple of verses. All right. Actually, uh, I'll read the first 3 verses. It says, "Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good." and let your soul delight itself in abundance Mm -hmm. incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live and i will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of david Mm -hmm. and the second is in in revelation 3 Mm -hmm. where the lukewarm just speaking to the lukewarm church right Mm -hmm. um or the laodiceans and uh so you can read that whole section but but I will begin in verse 16, right? It says, so then, because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may become rich and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed mm. and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten therefore be stella, and repent. Amen. Right. Um, but then he says this in verse 21 to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Right? Mm-hmm. So if we look at this, the mm-hmm. section with Simon, what's he really searching for? Another way, an alternate route, if you will, alternate path, alter- to reach the same destination in Christ, and as, which is an impossibility. But he's also searching for power. And the Lord's saying, hey, you can't buy this by natural means mm-hmm. it's a heart issue it's a heart thing with the lord he has to be your god and you have to be his people mm-hmm. you have to believe that he is who he says he is and allow him to be your god put him in his rightful place he's already in that in that place he may not be in that place in your life at this time so he's saying the same things repent right you see this yes. even to the laodiceans in Revelation. One of the seven churches that are addressed. Repent. The same thing that was brought up about Simon. Here's the path on how to actually get the, thing that, the things that you're looking for. Although it's still misguided because you shouldn't be looking for those things. We're told to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things are added to us.
1: And seek the exaltation of the name of Jesus Amen. Christ, not your own.
0: Amen. So, But we see even to the church in, of Laodicea, Right ultimately what were they given if or what were they told they would receive if they overcame
1: to sit on the throne to sit it? on the
0: throne that's power that's ruling that's reigning right that that is the exact thing that well Simon and others many have been looking for they want to be known for having their power right yes that that was he astonished many people and he's not the only one right when we get to acts 13 there's there are uh, at least two more sorcerers, one being a false prophet, that are dealt with. And it went along the same things. the Saul, who is, will become the Apostle Paul, speaks the word of the Lord, and one is struck with blindness.
1: And a difference between this uh, Simon and the one we'll see later in Acts is the one that's later in Acts was trying to obstruct yes. the preaching of the gospel. Simon wasn't trying to obstruct it. He's just... Um, he is ignorant, and he is um, corrupted in his thought processes, but he wasn't trying to stand in the way of God, the word of God being preached. The other one was. So that has mm-hmm. a, a little bit different marker and Absolutely. Um, things with it. But either way, you know, this is something, you mentioned power, and I want to bring back that, um, what I was, the example that I gave of myself I was still trying to achieve my own worldly and ungodly goals, but do it by the power of God. Mm -hmm. That's what Simon was doing. He was trying to achieve worldly and ungodly goals by the power of God. And it, it cannot be. So it does not work that way. So even when the Lord says, I give you power to do this, it's ability and the power. Like when we think about power, we want to think about that power being exacted over someone else. What God gives us is the power of self-control. And the power of submission to the things of God to the divine order of God so as we sit on the throne with God in the heavenlies we're not sitting up there dictating anything we're not we <laughs> no. are not Lucifer trying to rule over God you have to understand that we are then submitted we have the power to submit to the rule of the Godhead that's what we have so that we never would our say, own way.
0: exactly so that we would say what he says to say and do what he says to do the angels are waiting for the word of the Lord. They don't act to respond on your word or my word or anyone else's word, but the word of the Lord.
1: And, and, and by, we
0: receive that through his Holy Spirit.
1: Correct. And so when you say by my word, n- let's clarify that it's my, not my whimsy yes. that moves them. So when I put the word of God in my mouth and I speak that out in faith, they're like, okay, thank now you, we Lord, can move. we're moving. Yes. So it, technically it is words coming out of my mouth that they are able to use to work on my behalf because they're ministers that are sent to minister for heirs of salvation.
0: Absolutely. Not, not words not, from my mind, will, and emotion. Exactly. It's not words, my whimsy. Words that, that I speak to. that I first heard or received from the Lord through his amen Holy Spirit. Amen. That is what prompts them to move. That are spoken by faith. Y- amen. Yes.
1: Not in fear, but spoken in faith. Amen. And trust that God is who he said he is. That he's not a man that he should lie. Amen. right if he yes. said it he'll make it good now how he goes about making it good that's his business my job is to believe your job the job of every believer is to believe and to say and align our mouth and our actions with what God has already said because we believe him
0: amen to that any, any questions on any of that I know that that's a lot and, and it's deep and I know you have more to share Layla so um, please continue if, if you're able, I know we're, we're coming up on time, but fit in what you can and we'll continue it in the next episode.
3: Okay. And so the other thing that the Lord had shown me on Simon's side when I asked him, I was like, well, Lord, why is his heart like this? How did he come to said conclusion? And God had told me that he was conditioned. So in our time here in the world, we're either conditioned to believe God or we're conditioned to doubt God and call him a liar and accuse his character and, you know, mm-hmm. act. Like the Dickens, as we'd say here in America, <laughs>
1: more so like in our house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know.
3: They're Americans <laughs> talking like that, maybe Grammy. Um. And so instead of when he instead of being taught how to believe God and how to live for Him, he was conditioned that you need money that that solves your problem. And when you look at it, and the and this is the second half of what I want to talk about. We're not going to get it all today, but. Um, Poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. So going a, the, the world's way, he was embittered by it because as he continued on the path, he saw that it wasn't bringing the fulfillment that he was looking for or the satisfaction. He There was still this empty hole that only God could fill. And as he progressed further and further, his desire for God and what he, only God could bring grew more and more. So as he went farther down the wrong path, now there's more shackles being put on because now he's going further down the wrong path the wrong track he's not coming where he should be and instead of humbling himself before he started sorcery he thought he was conditioned to believe this is how you do it and we see that in every culture it's not just simon um so so there's, there's two things there.
0: mm-hmm. yes he added some things he opened some doors giving the enemy a foothold in his life right you you made a, a a comment about his desire for the Lord. It could be said that he did not desire the Lord. He desired his own way, his own things, as we've been discussing here. He needed to desire the Lord and to put him first because the Lord is the only one that could clear up, as we have been reading, right? There there were many demons cast out and and those things, right? He needed yes. to desire the Lord because the Lord is the only one that could set him free. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to overlay the things of the Lord and the power of the Lord onto, on top of his witchcraft and everything else that he was actively engaged in participating in, willingly.
1: The, the gospel was a means to an end for him. Exactly. A way to get more power so he could exact more control or whatever it is.
0: Yes. So uh, I know we're coming up on time, but I want to end by saying this uh, and just encouraging everyone. The Lord desires that none would perish. He desires that everyone would repent and come to Him. Not just a knowledge of Him, but actually in relationship, that they would believe in Him. And that's open for everyone. It's a free gift. He already paid the price. All you have to do is receive. So I just encourage you to to repent. That is the pathway. Mm -hmm. Believe in the Lord um, and repent. And we have mm-hmm. to first do ha- first humble ourselves, and mm-hmm. and acknowledge that we are not the the master of the universe and, and mm-hmm. our own destiny track, <laughs> Amen. but we are going to receive the Lord's destiny track for our me, uh, me for my life and you for your life. Amen. That's the only way that we will find fulfillment both in this life and for eternity. Amen. So let's let's end there for today. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will all right Layla.
3: lord we thank you for the truth of your word god that you you always tell us the truth and it's your truth that sets us free lord we thank you for your goodness and your compassion lord and your willingness to work with us god we thank you for our partners and our listeners lord we thank you for our brothers and sisters in christ jesus god who have a heart for you lord who have turned their eyes to you god we thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord. And we call you good and you're faithful, God, to do all that you said that you would do, God. So we just thank you for your goodness, for your compassion and your mercy and your love and kindness, Lord. That tenderness and that gentleness you, you show us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. In
1: Jesus' amen.
0: name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at a dayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store.
0: Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.